This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Podcast time. Thursday podcast. Week's actually gone kind of fast. I'll do carry over. Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, yes, this is going to have to be a quicker podcast because I'm wanted in a very big sales meeting, Jerry. Clients want me based on this podcast. <laughs> I have a couple of articles here, Jerry, that I would like to play for you. Okay. Or, no, or read, read them you, for read me. Read to you. You're going to read the article. Yes. This first one is a lot of um, Twitter people sent me this story. Okay. It's very odd. I'll read you the headline. It's, it comes from Pennsylvania. It says, Pennsylvania woman accused of urinating on potatoes in Walmart turns herself in. What do you mean in Walmart? She went to Walmart. She grabbed the bag and bring it into the bathroom or something? No. No? Uh, the uh, police say the woman showed up with her attorney at the police station after surveillance images of her were released on their website. An employee witnessed the incident. She's accused of urinating on a bin of potatoes after entering the store, and then she left after urinating on the potatoes. Could you imagine? That's right. Oh, hi. We're podcasting. What's up, Booms? Hi, guys. Oh, hi. We're doing a story right now on a woman urinating on potatoes in Walmart. Look at the headline. Woman urinating on potatoes. She just walked into the Walmart, peed on the potatoes, and then walked out. And since they had images of her, as you can see here, Boomer, she has turned herself in. Kind of disgusting, don't you think? Disgusting. There was a guy that took a dump right out in front of the building here yesterday. When? Yesterday. What? Did you see this or you just saw the remnants of it? There was a pile outside and it was not a dog pile. Either. Oh, that's disgusting. I mean, I saw a guy actually doing it on the, on I the was FDR ones. in San Francisco once. two years ago. Yeah, I know. had the poop squad out there. Oh. But there's just also this whole thing where people are walking around and like, Opening ice cream that is like in a freezer and licking right. the ice cream and then putting it back in, or opening a can of oh, soda in the supermarkets. and spitting into it That's and then putting it back into the refrigerator. There are a bunch of idiots out there. Those Hence, people need to be slapped around. Why do I always say a lot of the human race is crap? It's idiots it like That's this. Why. Idiots like this. That's a nice shirt, Al. Thank you. Boomer's right. You know, when I used to work in Food Town, when I was uh, uh, 14 years old, 15 years old, in Colonia, there was a uh, there was a woman who was mentally disturbed who would come in and use the deodorant and put it back on the okay, shelf. She's mentally disturbed. Right. Some of these people are just stupid. Do Honestly. You, so you think the woman who walked into a Walmart and peed on the potatoes is not mentally disturbed? Bad person. She's just a bad person. That's all. Yeah, but I think you need to meet her and find out whether or not she's mentally disturbed. Um, perhaps she is. I and would you know, think that, that would have been covered the in the story. That is the problem because there's really no answer. You got to try to find an answer to help people out. Isn't that who up to the people that write the article? Yeah, but I don't know 
what the deal is. Like here in New York City, for instance, you know, our mayor and his wife invested $1.8 billion in a program called Thrive to right. help the people who need help, Great. especially mental, psycho psychological help. And where is that money and who is it affecting? Are you telling me? Nobody. It's a waste. Okay. This PS uh, public service announcement brought to you by Boomer Esiason. You know Thanks, though, Boom. About these stories, like uh, you know, the the guy who went to the bathroom out on the uh, outside the on the sidewalk. This woman who walked into a Walmart and urinated on potatoes. They go uh, when reached the the woman's lawyer. She has a lawyer already. Yeah, because she got arrested. You would think, right? I don't know how I would find a lawyer. A woman who peeing on pe potatoes knows how to like. Let me get a lawyer. Anybody in your family can help you get a lawyer right now. I, I mean, you get a, lawyer, a random lawyer, but I don't know that I could get a lawyer. And be like, I need a lawyer. Like, call a lawyer. Go, I, I would need someone to represent me. What are you being accused of? Urinating on potatoes in a Walmart. Please hold. We'll, we do. We <laughs> actually, we actually have a guy who specializes in oh, urinating on potatoes. Give you a public defender. Right. A boomer's gone. Boomer's I think gone. we just discussed it. He doesn't need this nonsense. Is from that you. is that true though? Which part? Outside the building? That the, uh, I, It seems like Boomer was telling the truth that outside the building there was a poop and it was not a dog. You know, we have a lot of, I guess they're homeless, I, I assume, yes. um, people that will sleep in the Chase ATM yes. area. And I suppose if you got to go, like, what do you do? I don't know. I like, guess. I wouldn't go into the ATM if there was another person in there. No, no, neither would I. I'm, what I'm saying is if you're the person in the ATM and you're homeless, oh, that's I would where go you're there. staying out. Right. If you've got to go to the bathroom. Oh, where do you go? have one. I guess you wait until the streets are quiet and you yes. there. Yes. That's brutal, man. Yes, sir. Ugh. Now, this is a photo that went viral, Jerry, and I don't really have a problem with it. You tell me. All right. If you do. A uh, video, a photo went viral of um, a couple on an airplane. Yeah. They were sleeping. Okay. They had a two-seater Plane, right, a two-seater uh, row. Okay. They put the they put the arm up. Mm -hmm. The man laid across the two-seater in the fetal position to sleep. The woman laid on the floor in the fetal position to sleep. Really? And people were disgusted that a woman was sleeping on the floor of an airplane. To me, she was still in her row. She's in her row. Are they disgusted because it's dirty? I guess because it's dangerous. I guess because it's dirty that you're on the floor it is and sleeping gross. on the floor. I don't know that they vacuum those in between every Probably flight. Probably not. I would not think so. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would be interested in the in the video or the photo, but it is kind of gross. That is shocking, by the way. You ever notice how quickly they turn planes around? It's yes, I think about it all too often when I'm sitting there waiting. And they yeah. say, well, your plane's arriving from Tennessee now. Right. Be ready to board in nine minutes. Yes. What, when you're refueling and doing the, the security check. Yes. And the automotive check and the mechanical check. Like, es what? Especially when I was coming back from Italy. I was going from Milan to Newark. Right. I, I checked. I was like, you know how on the app you could go, where is this plane coming from? Sure. It was coming from Newark. It went from Newark to Milan and then turning right around. Yeah. That's what they do, though. The planes stay on one route, back and forth, back and forth. That's why a lot of times you get on a plane. Have you ever have you ever flown at night, like yes. at 10 p.m.? I've done it once. I'm going to do it again this year. But I've done it once, and I remember the one time we did it was from Orlando, and we got on, and I was talking to the flight attendant. Sure. She was very pleasant. And at the time, my little guy was like two. So she's like, oh, how old is he? Whatever. 
And I just said, oh, is this your only flight of the day? She goes, you kidding me? I've been to Orlando four times already today. Right. Like, that was her job. Was ba- Now, I thought most of those workers, I thought they do one flight or one round-trip flight, and right. that was their day. I guess they have options where they can knock out a whole bunch of them. She went round-trip four times. Same plane. So that woman spends most of her life in the air over America. Yeah, I guess. At least on that day she did. I don't know if that's her normal routine. Hmm. And we used to have, girl. girl's name was Kelly. She used to work for us uh, here at The Fan back in 97, 90, I forget her last name, 97, 98. And she was a flight attendant. And so she would, Eddie would know better than me, but the way she used to work her schedule, she would log a whole bunch of flights in a short period of time and then be off the rest of the month. And that's when she would work with us. Right. Very interesting. That's what I would do if I was a flight attendant. Seems fun. All right, Jerry. Unfortunately, I have to go. Uh, I have a very big meeting. I don't All right, know if dude. You've, I don't know if I've, you've mentioned. Uh, so the warm-up is coming up or, next. The warm-up is next. Uh, tomorrow uh, is Friday. You'll be back with the Boomer. Yes. Oh, and John Smoltz in studio tomorrow. That's cool. Nine you o'clock. guys love baseball. Nine o'clock. Very good. Tune into that. So. He's kind of lazy that he's leaving. but I had a business meeting. I heard you the first, like, nine times. They're interested in me. All right. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, it's a Thursday. The trade deadline has come and gone, and not a whole hell of a lot going on here. But we're here for you. Al Dukes with no printed T-shirt today, instead looking like an adult. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, I'm wearing a collared shirt. I have a big meeting after the show With two today. pockets on your breasts. That's right. You got boob pockets. That's right, Jerry. I have a big sales meeting today, and I'm dressed to impress. Not really. A suit would have been to dress to impress. You, you're you wearing jeans. I even Well, they're my good jeans. Are though. you wearing jeans? I am wearing jeans. Then but, you're really not dressed to impress. But in my jean rotation, which I only have a two-jean rotation, today was supposed to be the lighter, beat-up, not as professional jeans, and I went back to the same jeans I wore yesterday. Can I tell you what the professional is going to see when they walk in the uh, room? What? He's wearing jeans. No, but here's what they're also going to think. Much like musicians, singers, other artists. You're a radio producer. Yeah, they look at me like an artsy type, and artsy creative types don't wear stiff suits. And that's what they're going to see when I walk in that meeting. And I'm going jeans to, and a faded collared shirt. And I'm gonna, not dressed up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down at that table and own it, Jerry. So what else we got? It's not often that I find the newspapers hilarious and you like the uh, Brian Cashman photo. I love <laughs> zombie Brian Cashman on the back of the New York. They make Post it today. seem like he took a nap yesterday <laughs> afternoon. It's just frightening. Does he have young children? Uh, I think Cashman? he does. Yes, I that's think he scary. Does. Or. He can save it for Halloween. Your father as a walking dead zombie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Right, but scary looking. It was scary. It took me a minute to realize it was Cashman. Do you think he has a sense of humor and be like, I'm keeping this I think cover. that gets framed. It does, right? Yeah, I think so. Someone at the organization has that. Like the oh, Yankees should put that in the locker room, I hang agree. it up. Have some fun with that one. It's Brian Cashman as a walking zombie. Right. Even they, though he was not a zombie yesterday, they he claimed just didn't pull the trigger. He did nothing. Well, he didn't, but that doesn't mean he wasn't active. Right. He said that they were not even close at the trade deadline. Teams are trying to fleece them. 
and understandably so. We will not be, we meaning the Yankees, do, will not be fleeced anymore. Do you think the Yankees fleeced the Cubs a couple of years ago by trading Chapman, yes. getting all the prospects, and then knowing they likely would get him I back? Do. Even though, that was the year the Cubs won the World Series, was it not? Yeah. Even though the Cubs got the big payoff, you still feel like they fleeced them? No, maybe not fleeced. I think that was the deal that worked out for both. Because I was thinking of that. If you're the Yankees and you make the trade, for, and I don't know what was possible and what wasn't, but you make the big trade, even though you overpay and you wind up winning the World Series, don't both teams benefit? Yes. I guess the problem is if you do that and you don't win the World Series, then you got fleeced. Right. And I don't want to hear from any callers today with the old, if George were alive. Oh, no, that's going to happen. That do not. Put, you do know if George was alive, that Madison Bumgarner would be here right now. Put your phones down. Don't give me with if George was alive. If George was alive, Trevor Bauer probably would have been if a George were alive, they would have every player in the major leagues. If George was alive. Including Mike Trout. If I was George, just going to say that. If only George were alive. <laughs> you took that away from me. Yeah. That's like a classic FAN call. Because you know, it's also true. You know, if George... Listen, George was alive in the 80s. And there wasn't a lot going on but there. But they had a lot of players. <laughs> That's fair, Jerry. Did you see this Todd Frazier? I, I know who Todd Frazier is, yes. He broke a bat at the handle. Mm-hmm. Like the bat And snapped. almost hit a home run. Bat snapped at the handle and almost went over the wall. I mean, and Gary Cohen was like, there's an example of the bat breaking, and he still almost hit a home run. Right. Baseball 2019. <laughs> I mean, they're mocking it yes. openly. Open, openly mocking it baseball. It is funny, though, that it's Todd Frazier every time, isn't it? Yes, he had the one where he almost fell down and, yep. and he hit the ball, and he was mad that he popped it up. But it, and it was a home run. Home run. This was almost a home run. Yeah. Pretty wild. Do you think it's only Todd Frazier or just coincidental? I think it's only Todd Frazier. Hmm. I think he's got superhuman powers. <laughs> superhuman strength in hey, those arms. Uh, now, I don't know if you saw this or not. Maybe I see everything. All right. The J.D. Davis foul ball. What did you think? I didn't see that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so J.D. Davis, in, I forget what inning, late innings, hits a shot down the right field line that looks like was fair. They go to review it, and they say foul ball. You know why? Because the idiots that run that ballpark in Chicago only take the foul paint. It's not chalk. It's paint. And they stop it three feet before the wall. Why? So the ball stops and just hits gravel, warning track gravel. And you can't tell if it's a fair ball or not because there's no foul line. Maybe How that, stupid is maybe that? Maybe the machine they paint with, Jerry, doesn't go in reverse. And if they get it to the wall, they can't do anything. <laughs> so it's the it's reach stuck. of the machine. Yeah, we need to design it. a better machine then. Or get out there and hand paint it. Is that like that at other stadiums? I don't know. It's one of those things. Why would you ever pay attention to it right. until that happens? Right. Kind of weird. And they needed that. Yes. I mean, they wound up winning. That's fine. Things worked out for them. But, man. I don't know. Gary Cohen had a very good game last night, which we'll get into after six because you don't care. Oh, I care, Jerry. Also, um, I've been noticing this in baseball. I want to see if you see it as well, Jerry. Light crowds. And I don't know. No, I don't know what I expect them to do. But when a player strikes out, and it's really pronounced an Aaron Judge, but others all around the league do it. When a player strikes out, as they're walking back to the dugout. They look up to see themselves on the jumbo screen. I feel like I always think they're staring at the pitcher. Oh, is that what you're talking about? But maybe you're right. Maybe they're looking up at the screen. Oh, that's what I always thought. To see where the pitch was. Yeah. Oh. You think they're trying to stare down the pitcher? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think. I, I really do think they're looking at the replay on the board. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Now I feel like a fool. That's all right. It's fine.
What are you going to do? Because I thought other times I was like, what? If I was the pitcher, I'd be like, he's staring me down. I just struck <laughs> you out. Well, isn't that the problem with the home runs then? The stare downs? Like get home run, the pitcher stares at the batter. Yeah. Just turn around. Let the guy run around the bases and do his thing. You just got beat. Live with it. I like when the pitcher doesn't knows knows he got beat so bad, doesn't turn around. Oh, that I like. Oh, with the home run? Yeah. Like he throws the pitch, and it's kind of <laughs> like the outfielder that never moves. <laughs> You got to make an effort as an outfielder you to get think. to the wall and act like you're going to climb the wall and put your glove up and over. I guess you could. Maybe the batter would run then. Would you rather rob a game-winning home run, or what would have been a game-winning home run? Or hit the game-winning home run? Or hit the game Oh, hit the home run. Oh, man. I feel like I'd rather rob the home run. Well, it's because you couldn't hit as a kid. That could be it. I was a better <laughs> fielder. And you were an outfielder. So that could be it. You were a right fielder? A center field, center Jerry. Center fielder. In my prime. And you can't play center field in softball. No. I have, I lost the judgment of uh, fly balls. That's interesting. Speaking, speaking well, never mind. I'll speaking of what? I was going to say, James McCann took a couple of balls to the old uh, private region. Is that right? Night. He had a rough night. Took a ball to the throat. A ball to the throat and to a the... A ball to the private area. Private A ball parts. to the inner thigh. Wow. Yeah. You can be black and blue today. It was today. not a good day for him. <laughs> now, Jabril Peppers... Yeah. He's on the Giants. So I've heard. He plays defense. He does. He says he wants to help out on offense as a wide receiver. Yeah. Why can't all cornerbacks and safeties and defensive backs some play guy, receiver? Well, why can some guys catch better than others? I don't know. He's probably he probably could be a receiver. My guess is he's also he's also not six foot. He's probably a shorter, right? Jubilee Peppers is not a big guy. I don't think. I have to look. But, yeah, they all think they can. I mean, Deion Sanders certainly knew he could. Yeah, there have been a handful of guys, right, that yeah. have done it. I think they all should be able to do it. You would think, in theory, if you needed a cornerback to play wide receiver or a safety, they could do it. So you think it's a height thing. But if it's a height do, thing. Aren't most cornerbacks, is he six foot? All right, so he's not as small as I thought. Six yeah, I foot. You. If you're going to say something, say it. He's, you don't have to tell me in my headset. He's seven foot four, 520 pounds from the French Alps. Yeah. I think he could do it, yes. You do? I think you could do it. I was trying to think, would I rather be would a... Would you wet yourself? <laughs> would I rather be a cornerback or a wide receiver? Because a cornerback, all you have to do is touch the ball. You don't yes. have to catch it. A lot of rules, and people can run right by you. <laughs> yeah. At least if you're a receiver and they don't throw it to you, you can claim you were open, and the quarterback doesn't like you. Yeah, but if I'm the cornerback. I just be like, safety was supposed to pick him up. <laughs> in some cases, they, his own. in some cases, they do that on the field. Where's the safety pickup? Yeah, where's my help over the top? Where, yeah, where's my help over the? Now, a safety supposed to what? Cover both? What? Well, it's all dependent on the game plan, the play call, where the guys line up. Yeah, whether it's Tampa two or nickel or dime. I learned all of my defenses from video games. I think most people do now to know like what the dime yeah, is, absolutely. what the nickel. Were you surprised Goal by what stands. the nickel defense, the nickel, what the dime was? I always feel like that was my default defense when I played video games. The nickel, nickel. Let me go nickel. Dime looked like too much. You were leaving wide open. There's the a middle. lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on. You also got a lot of players back there. And if you had too many guys towards the line, you get burned immediately. Nickel playing defense, all yeah. out blitz. You get burned playing video games. Oh yeah, because oh, it, yeah, because if you all out blitz. They just swing it out like in real pro football. Oh, the little uh, screen pass that goes yeah. from 90 yards. Yeah, or a slant. We'll take a quick break. You got a couple more for us or no? Oh, absolutely. All Gary. right, Al will return, and Boomer will be here as well next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes. Last night, the Mets did beat the White Sox 4-2. Some offense late. Jacob DeGrom, real good, but uh, did not factor in the decision. Shocker. Uh, and also, the Yankees won yesterday as well. Did not make a move for a big pitcher. By the way, you know that guy Tom from 1010 Wins? We always see him leaving the yes. building a lot. He gave me a Sia like you do the Sia. Oh, is that right? I was very impressed. He went, Sewell. He did. I saw him in the hallway. We had a little chat. I'm like, all right, dude, have a good day. And he went, Sewell. Yes. I said, oh, I will like catching. That. Maybe he's listens to the podcast where Perhaps I do. Perhaps he Sewell. does. Of course, I think there's no chance Sewell. of that. You don't think they're circulating over there at 1010 Wins News? Um, there could be one or two people. No one else. You think there's a bunch of stiffs over there, Jerry? No, I don't. Stiff I know most of them. I have to like women. them. The ones I know, I like. Yeah. But they have to be very serious over there. They can't do jokes. What well, is a news station? Yeah. I don't know what they do in the newsroom. Yeah. But on the air, they're not doing jokes. Do you think they fight with 880 news? The I two think news teams? They butt heads. I think they that's separate possible. them by floor. So yes. there's no brouhaha's no between. Bro- Boy, you're sneaking that word in every time. <laughs> between 10 What was the wins? other word we got yesterday? What was the word? Well, in, the, in the highlight, I don't know. Bob Gelb sent me a text. Brouhaha and something else all in the same. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Same segment. Some guy put a massive bet on the Philadelphia 76ers. Someone's got to explain this to me. Okay. Because he did this with the Warriors yes. last year, too. So you have to take something that is a sure thing. I understand. I just don't know why you do it. And he bets $100,000 right. to win $2,000. Is it even that much? Yeah, I thought it was to win six hundred and seventy dollars. That was for the that was the uh, warrior. That was bet? the warrior bet. So he bet fifty grand on the Warriors to win six hundred dollars. Something like that. Now he's betting. He's placed the bet hundred time hundred thousand dollars to win two thousand. I was trying to think like if you put a hundred thousand dollars in the in the bank in a savings account, right? You're probably not getting two thousand dollars. Well, that would be two percent interest. Yeah, over the course of a year, right? I guess it's as sure a thing as. As any, but I mean, if they don't like you, if there listen, if there were injuries, if Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons got hurt in training camp and went down with season-ending injuries, which is always possible, I guess it's a chance they won't make it. But you, you know they're going to make the playoffs. If you had a hundred thousand dollars to do this, what team would you put it on in the NFL? A sure thing to make the playoffs. Oh, in the NFL, there is no sure thing. Chiefs, baby. No, I it's wouldn't. Big, I wouldn't my hundred grand. Not do that.